because there's never an off day in the greatest sports city on earth. Here, Here are, are the, the biggest, biggest stories story and everything else you need to know from the new title town. It's Breaking Boston with Andy Hart and Nick Fitzy Stevens. Personally, I was having more fun when it was 7 nothing. Yeah, it didn't go very well after that for a lot of the game. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was really it fun. It was. It started out. It was really. It was. Uh, it was Press fun. The reset, like the old the uh, Nintendo Entertainment System days yeah. when it starts to go south. Reset, reset. No, no, no. Don't don't save this game. I've been looking around for a paperclip in in that little hole in the back of the Nintendo so I could hit the yep. reset button all day. I haven't been able to find it yet. Yeah, you know, for those of us Patriots fans. And the like, who are hoping that there would be a carryover from last week's triumphant 29-25 effort at Gillette Stadium. A victory over the Buffalo Bills down to the Patriots' house of horrors that is Hard Rock Stadium. You actually got it because the New England Patriots' defense and offense showed up early and showed out. Kyle Duggar with a tremendous pick of Tua Tungabailoa early. Mac Jones cashes the ticket. Touchdown to Kendrick Bourne because Pop Douglas, who was heavily involved and in motion quite early and often, was double covered on the play. Watch out. The Patriots may just be back. And then that was pretty much it. Well, I should say, actually, final score, Dolphins and the referees 31, New England Patriots 17. <laughs> and no, I'm not coming. blaming. I'm not going to be one of those fans who just blames it on the referees. Why? But Everybody the, else was on Twitter. Well, that's kind of that's kind of like how so, a youth game. That's kind of how social do. I know. I already got a, I already got suck. an email. I got an email from the flag football committee already warning us about complaining to the refs <laughs> in advance of the postseason. So, my Patriot pride and my Foxborough colors are shining through. Yes, hello everybody. Your champions today of the 2023 fraud bowl would be the New England Patriots, who are who we thought they were a team that does have a little energy, that does give a lot of effort, maybe could use an attitude adjustment, Mm -hmm. but they're just not good enough when things go off script. They certainly cannot afford to make mistakes like the one you heard at the top of the show today, the Mac Jones interception to Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey, hat tip to him in his return from the meniscus injury in his first game with the Miami Dolphins, baits Mac Jones into the interception. Apparently, Mac Jones either had never heard of Jalen Ramsey, forgot he was on the field, or didn't know that he was an absolute ball hawk and always loves to play the quarterback's eyes. That was an absolute backbreaker. This, of course, coming after one of the worst DPI calls I've seen in quite some time where J.C. Jackson gets called for playing pretty decent defense for a change on Tyreek Hill in the end zone. No contact, but that's not enough for the Excuse referees. Me? A little DPI, minimal contact. He you don't call him. that. I didn't I, grab I th- him. I think in the year 2023, that's a penalty... 89 times out of 100, 93 times out of 100. They might let it slide at some point, usually not with a star receiver on the other hand, if that's Demario Douglas. But I think that is is modern pass interference. Okay, you're right. You grabbed the star in the end zone, and I don't know whether the hold pulled him or Hill is that savvy a veteran, but when he got grabbed, he rotated. He rotated toward the ball with the ball. He sold it. He's a super smart. I think think that's getting called. 
almost 100% of the time. I know Patriots fans and reporters were all worked up. Now, you could have argued it was holding, not pass interference. I don't know what that would have changed the yardage. I haven't gone back and looked specifically. Defensive holding is five yards, but I do believe it's an automatic first down. Oh, it is. It's automatic, but you wouldn't have had the ball at the one. It would have been back a little. I don't know that it would have mattered. J.C. Jackson sucked today. I mean, oh, he was not. He was super ungood. Awful. Yeah. Horrific. I'm going to go ahead and Spoiler guess. Spoiler alert. Yeah. He's on thumbs down. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm going to well, go ahead and guess. that's our post-game show. I was uh, going to go ahead and guess. Spoiler alert. He gets photo and headline on thumbs down. Wow. How about that? Tough day for JC. Just Can't is his name. Just Can't Cover. Yeah, that's uh, just, ju- no, Just that's Can't. Piling on. That was dirty. Yeah. No, I'm that, sorry, not, that's, that's okay. That. That's all right. No, Andy, I'm not. he earned and deserved it today. He did not play a good game. He did not. Uh, he got scorched early by Tyreek Hill. Then later on, maybe commits a, the penalty. Sort of commits the penalty. Whatever it was, it was called. I don't particularly think the referees were very good today. But you know who wasn't very good today? Mac Jones. You know who wasn't very good today? The New England Patriots offensive line. You know who wasn't very good today? The New England Patriots on third down against Miami. Oh my time God. and time again. Third and four. Third and seven. Third and one. Third and fourteen. Chunk yards after after first down after first down. It got so bad at a certain point, I had tweeted during the game, Bill Belichick may as well have just taken off his shirt and done Antonio Brown jumping jacks in the end zone just to either get the referee's attention or get thrown out of the game. Just send, a, just send some sort of message that you're sick and tired of watching lackluster football and watching your team fall apart before your very eyes. You had 7 nothing. There's no reason why things should have fallen apart the way that they did, but again, We've pointed out time and time again here on the Six Rings postgame show on WEEI, the Six Rings and Football Things pod, whenever we're on the radio, in conversation, social media, and beyond. These Patriots are just not good enough to withstand self-inflicted wounds, mistakes, and anything short of superiorly executed play. They, they just can't. You can't miss assignments. You've got to get the calls. They have to go your way. You can't throw picks. You can't lose track of Jalen Ramsey. It just, these things are inexcusable at this point in the season. And that's why I said earlier, they are who we thought they were. We tried to buy into a narrative that basically didn't, didn't pan out. Uh, maybe a little blind Foxborough faith and the energy that carried over from last week made people believe they could hang with the Dolphins today. Obviously, Miami is the better team. Should have probably been a closer game. 31-17. If you want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. I would Thank say you. both these teams are who we thought they were. The Dolphins are athletically gifted. I'm mm-hmm. not sure they're great. They I tried don't think to make they are mistakes. either. They were point. sloppy. Their yeah. offensive line stinks as in in shambles. They lost three guys coming in. They lost two more for one point in the game. One guy came back. Like, they're a mess. But they got a good coach, a good scheme. And quite honestly, this was a simple, their ass- athletes, hisins beat urines. You, you couldn't match up. I know everybody's been telling me how Patriots take away the top two receivers, blah, blah. You, you just gave up like 230 yards, two touchdowns, and 15 catches Smoked. to Hill and Waddle. Oh, Stop smoked by Waddle. Take away the best. Whoa. Quick well, hook. there we go. Between the microphone issues at the top, the mumbling, the unhappiness, the curt replies to the reporters who were curious if Mac Jones was starting or what Bill thought about some of the calls, talk to the reporter, Steve, what do you want me to do? Andy, I think we predicted we were going to get a surly Belichick. I didn't think he would be so quick to the microphone. Uh, that was uh, super helpful. We all need to play better. Great. Thanks, Coach. Right. I mean, and what do you ex- what do you expect at the same time? But where would you rank that on a, on a 0 to 10 of the usual Patriots defeat dinkishness? Where would you rank that one? 
oh, I actually thought that was only like a four. I, I yeah. think he's been much worse many, many, many times over the years. The one thing I would say is, what do you want me to do? Answer the damn question. He asked you a question. He didn't ask for the referee's opinion. He didn't ask. For, he asked what you were thinking. Now, if you want to say, I can't say what I was thinking because I don't want to be fined. I don't want to give back a portion of my $25 million salary or whatever it is. That's fine. But don't ask him what you want me to do. He asked you a question like a professional. You could answer like a professional, even though you've proven yet again you're not a professional. I mean, that's what annoys me. You don't have to answer. Just say you're not going to answer because you don't want to be fined. I'm just right. here to not get fined. Pull the Marshawn Lynch out. Yeah, just a simple, I, I'm just here so I don't get fined. Like, it, perhaps a little entertainment value beyond. I, I mean, I, if you're going to step to the podium and say that, it doesn't do us any good. All right. That was a quick hook, too. That was a quick one. He, yeah, he wanted he, out of there. He did pretty not quick. have much. Oh, he wanted out of there. I don't, and, and for a million different reasons. All right, we'll go we back. No over jokes that a about little. his golf game this week. He didn't want to yuck it up up there. He, he just wanted to get out, huh? Funny how that. I'm goes. here, so I won't get fined. Yeah, that would have been a much more entertaining post game press conference. All right, oh, this is the yeah, six rings. Oh, I would kill to hear Belichick's version of that because you know he's got major respect for beast mode. All right. We need to take a quick break. We will carry Mac Jones live when we get a chance. We'll hear from Christian Fourier later. Mike Cadlick will call in and join the show from WEEI.com. It's Fitzy and Hart here on the Six Rings postgame show after the New England Patriots lose in their House of Horrors Hard Rock Stadium to the Miami Dolphins 31-17. We're here with you till 730 on WEEI. gonna say this is way too upbeat right now to resemble the mood and to reflect the feelings of most patriots the lyrics work gotta get back to where we started from yeah you're two and six just like you were in 2000 bill belichick's first year yeah oh that's right they were two and six back in the year 2000 retro raggy ah a little bit of a sunday throwback to the good old days I don't even really know how to feel. I, I got to tell you, this is the Six Rings Post Game Show here on WEEI. We'll be with you till 730. It's your old pals Nick Fitzy Stevens, a.k.a. at Fitzy GFY, and Andy Jumbo Hart at Jumbo Hart alongside producer extraordinaire Joe Braverman. We're with you until 730 when we will throw it to Sunday Night Football via Westwood 1. 617-779-7937 is your telephone number for the grouse line, the complaint line, the helpline, two-way sports talk radio. That's where it's at. Two turntables and a microphone. We'll hear later from Christian Fourier. Of course, we'll check in with our pal Mike Cadlick from WEI.com. We've already heard from Bill Belichick, which kind of threw off our rhythm and our timing here on the postgame show. We did not expect to hear from him so quickly before any of the other players. Obviously, he was in a mood and wanted to just be done with whatever he was planning to say or had to say after the game, and he didn't have to say much, and it was quick, and it was terse, and... Well, it was very Belichick. Hopefully, we'll hear from Mac pretty soon, and we'll carry Mac Jones live and give you any other bits of audio we can from players that are relevant in the locker room, at the podium, and beyond. Andy, uh, let's do let's play first word that comes to mind. First word that comes to mind when I say Mac Jones today. Uh, not good enough. Oh wait, word. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Um, Great start word. to the segment. Regression. Yeah, I would very yeah. Exactly. That's a good like word. He, I nailed it the second time. Okay, his stat line for the day, ready? 19 of 28, 161 yards, 5.8 average, uh, 5.8 uh, yards per completion average, uh, two touchdowns, one interception, three sacks, 
for 20 yards total, 91.5 rating. I what? believe you're uh, contractually obligated to say ugly between one and interception because it was ugly. Yeah. You have to put that in there. It was you awful. have to qualify it. Quantify That's why we opened with that on the show. Would you now? Hideous. Okay. Uh, yes or no, agree or disagree. New game here. Let's play agree to disagree. Do you think that that interception th- affected the outcome significantly? Oh, sure. How could it Did not? you think you were going to get this outcome no matter what, or did you think maybe they had a chance to hang in the game because it was 14-7 at that point, if I'm not mistaken. We were hoping it would have yeah. been 10-7, but J.C. gets the holding call on Tyreek in the end zone. They get the touchdown. Has to be at least 14-10 going into the half, maybe even yeah. 14-14. You know, J- Jalen Ramsey picks it off. He brings it all the way back out to the 50. It wasn't a pick six. It almost looked like it was going to be at one point. But uh, it was I think a pick it should have been. I think he made a bad cut. Yeah, he stepped out of bounds. He should have. Yeah, he kind of like right. jumped to the right instead of cutting back to the. Now, who am I? He's coming off an injury. First game back. Like, okay, whatever. You take the pick and you move on. But I think you're right. It could have been a pick six. Could have been worse. Yeah, that would have. Oh no, that. What's his record? Oh, what's the number you like with Brady? Oh, it's six of them at home. So this wouldn't have counted towards the uh, Brady comp for pick sixes. He's already got as many. He's already got as many pick sixes at Gillette Stadium as Tom Brady had, which is just. I know it's a bad throw. It changes the game. It changes the feel of the game. And then, you know, when when they score the field goal, okay, good job. You held for a field goal. But Uh then they give you the ball back. If they give you the ball back at 14-10 on that Uh fumble to open the second half, you you just – I'm a butterfly effect guy. I say it all the time. Yes, that's a terrible throw. It's it's just – it's a kick in the cojones, sucks the wind out of you, knocks the wind out of you, whatever you want to call it. He -hmm. can't do that. It's another late – and like soft throw, like late and soft. No, no way to go through life. No way to go through life. Late, late and, and soft. So, late and soft sounds like the name of like a basketball coach or like a division yeah. two. Late right, and soft here sounds for... like a brand of toilet paper. No, you know what? It's it does. It sounds like a hand cream. That's why I use late and soft. Yeah. Well, it's not the <laughs> endorsed way you want your by Mac Throwing. That's not anyone out there use. good with Photoshop's. Make us an edit and tag us at Fitzy G. at Jumbo Late and soft. Met the official hand cream of Mac Jones. It was. He looked to. He stared him down. He saw Parker went in. Uh, was covered when he uh, cut to the post. So there was Kendrick Bourne out in space. But if you throw a rocket like Brady would have, I'm not saying I needed to see a Jeff George special. But again, he's late to the look, and then he stares him down. Air mails a Pennington special, and of course Jalen Ramsey's got enough time, even if it is his first game back after the meniscus injury and recovery. He's got more than enough time to recover, get over there, and pick the ball off. It was just, it was just really, really bad. Like it wasn't, yep. it wasn't as. That's a. The funny thing is, Andy, that's a worse pass than the one his first pick of the year. Oh, so many to choose from. The his first pick of the year, which was the pick six to Darius Slay. Like that was a wet ball. It was just a little high off the hands of Kendrick oh, Bourne. Yeah. This is like, way that, worse. That could have gone a million different ways. This was a terrible interception. And if it's 14-10 at the half, or if it's 14-14, I can't tell you what the outcome would have been. Maybe it was fait accompli, and we were always going to see, and we were always going to see Probably. this as the outcome. Similar notes and similar tones and victory or defeat from Mac Jones. You have to give him one thing. He's consistent. Yep. Last week actually was the game where he was more anomalous. Uh, this week uh, and, and played really well. Played mistake-free football this week. He regressed to the mean. Uh, you went with regression for your one-word instant snap reaction to Mac Jones's play today. I'm going to go with mid, as the kids like to say. 
because he's proving himself to be a mid-quarterback. That was a mid-effort today, but that was a less than mid. That was a lousy. Yeah, lousy. That's one of Keith's favorite words. I'm going to go with that. It was a lousy interception that significantly affected the game today. Andy, you you called it. It was a little bit of a lollipop throw. Max said he didn't yeah. step into it and drive it. These are things he needs to know. Let's listen to uh, the call of the interception from today's game one more time. What a interception that was. Yes, it was. By the way, I think he said funky. I'm on their side. Are you sure? I think you mischaracterized that. I think you tried to uh, sensationalize that, Fitzgerald. Oh, you think it was me who sensationalized that? Yeah. How about the entire world that reacted to that one yesterday? I think he said funky. I really do. And I'm going to stop saying it because only a matter of time before I screw it up. So I'm going to leave it at that. Uh, As for Mac, speaking of funky, as soon as he came to the sideline, I would have said, throw the effing ball. Like, that's my reaction if I'm his coach at any level. Throw the yeah. effing ball. What was that? Like, you're aiming. If you're going to do that, you're not playing. I can't have Bill you. Bill O'Brien if, should undress him on the side. And also, later on, when he takes the sack, when they have to take the field goal, Devontae Parker breaks free on a – I was like third and six, Andy. And Parker was at the 10. And listen, this is hardly – the uh, this is hardly the uh, meeting of the Devonte Parker Appreciation Society yeah, over no. here, but for the love of God, it's third and six. He's the hot read, and Mac deci- was like, I don't know where he's looking at that point. He holds on to the ball, and three seconds later, Christian Wilkins, I believe it was, devours him and sacks him. They have to take the field. Like you can't do that. I don't know why. Like they played from ahead early in the game when they got the seven. Uh, gorgeous pass to Bourne when Pop was double covered. Everything was moving. Then so, just one thing goes wrong, and the entire operation falls apart. Is this who they? Is it? Are they really built this way that they can only withstand one mistake, and then at that point the entire thing falls to blank? It's a little extreme, but yes. When you are not that talented, you need to play at a really high level, right? Like you can't. The other team can do that. The other team can throw a pick, give up a score, and chase. Right? I don't know how the Carolina game played out. But Carolina was up 14 nothing, and then it was 35-14, like a snap of the fingers later. When you have Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle and this scheme and this offense, and, like, this is a little one, but do you remember the run to the left side in the fourth quarter when Raheem Mostert, J.C. Jackson had a good angle. He was going to set the edge right up mm-hmm. until Raheem Mostert ran right by him for the first down, like a nine-yard gain or whatever it was to move the sticks. They athletically in my opinion, don't have enough guys that measure up on the football field on either side of the ball right now. And they have other issues, but athleticism is how you overcome mistakes. If you don't, then you have to play really schematically and fundamentally perfect. And when you don't, when you make the mistakes, things go sideways. And that's how this team is. But just in terms of that throw by Mac, I understand. And he did not react well to pressure today. I just looked it up. They Dolphins were credited with seven QB hits. They had the three sacks. Um, some of those were on Mac, I thought. Like, I don't think he reacted well to pressure. Some of it wasn't. Like, Cole Strange, when a guy lines up in the A-gap and makes it clear he's blitzing in the A-gap, get more than a finger on him, please, you first-round pick fraud, you. Like, what are we doing? I saw I you tweeted you that earlier, and you were very, unha- you were very unhappy. I am. You, you summoned like, him to the principal's happen. office on that one. Like, I know. there are some of my whipping boys that are going to be in my crosshairs today. Trent Brown gave up on a Bradley Chubb sack. Leave. I was just about to say it he looked like up. he thought well, the whistle the, sounded. He, he thought hey, no, no, no. Question, he thought though. the play was over. Don't assume, you big yeah, goof. Play to the whistle. Play the whistle. Like the play the whistle. Of, uh, it's flag Mostert football. Later. Any any level, play the whistle. Don't assume and let your quarterback get hit. Whether you think he should have got rid of it or not, or your mental clock is better than his mental clock, 
I don't care. And those are the kind of plays that are why I don't think Trent Brown is this positive force that everybody's been telling me he is. Oh, he's one of the best tackles in football, and PFF loves him. I'm sorry. That is not a positive play, and that has negative like ramifications that go bigger than a single play when you have a guy like that. But, you know, there was the stretch in the first quarter, I think, when Ezekiel Elliott had the fumble, and on the same play they got a hold, and then shortly thereafter there was like a runaway rusher on Mac. Then they have to punt, and they fall start in like a four-play span. To me, that was symbolic of who these Patriots are. They continue to just shoot themselves in the foot and make mistakes. And then the other play that I think is sort of symbolic of this team was the Tyreek Hill touchdown. When J.C. Jackson gets caught kind of coming forward, I don't know if he thought it was play action, and then I don't know what Marte Mapu was doing. He was no help at all. If you're going to be there, like grab the guy, tackle him, take a step toward him, like that's a classic example of people think, oh, just bracket him. You can just bracket a guy. No, no, no. But Tyreek Hill, the, the fastest guy in the NFL, can't, you, can't, you can't just well, you bracket, can bracket him, him up if you have two guys that know what they're doing and care what they're doing and do it properly. You had two guys on that play who both blew the coverage, and therefore Tyreek Hill is four yards behind the coverage. Easy touchdown. Like, I'm sorry. this They're not a sound football team right now, and I give them credit. I do think they fight. I think there's a lot of guys that are still fighting. Um, you know, the, the hit by Juju. Give Juju credit. I think Juju could be sulking right now. Juju's not sulking. Scores a touchdown, has a big hit on the Nair interception late. Like, I think he's giving you what he's got when he's out there. Um, He tried. He caught a touchdown today. Good for him. Caught his first touchdown today. But, yeah, I mean, I don't even know where to begin. They're just not that good, I guess, would be my – like, this is symbolic of talent is not at a high enough level consistently. Mm -hmm. And even some of the guys you have that are talented, we're still not getting, in my opinion – the same Ramondre Stevenson, and I don't know why. Like, there was that one nice run where he got ahead of steam and he blew right through a linebacker and picked up 11 yards, and you're like, I'd like to see more of that. But then there was like a swing pass on third down where he makes the first guy kind of miss and then doesn't make anybody else miss. And, like, I just, for some reason, he's just not clicking. And kind of all of them, I guess, are in that mold, and it's what you talked about. They're not good enough to overcome. And then when you make hellacious mistakes, I'm sorry. How does Jalen Waddle get open by? That's the easiest touchdown he may ever have in his entire life. He was in the middle of the field. There was nobody within, what, 20 yards of him? Because uh, it literally what? looked at one point when he caught the pass, the final touchdown to make it 31-17. There was, on the camera, there was not a single no. other player no. around him. It was Waddle. Was skipping into the and end 15 oh, yards walked, crawled, rolled, in any single direction. All right, there's a million different questions that come from all of this. How did Waddle get that open? What was Mac thinking on that interception? Do the Patriots now have to become sellers? How do you feel about this? I have a poll right now up at the old at Fitzy GFY on the X machine right now. The questions to you are immediate reaction to today's 31-17 Pats loss. If you have another response, please try to keep it PG-13-ish. Is it on the mistakes? Was it the refs? Is it because they never went in Miami? Or are we on to Bruins and Celtics season? So many questions to ask. So many things we need to discuss.